0: With Jesus is so important. I didn't know that you could get married and just have a
1: whole lot Uh of dang
0: fun. when you nurture your marriage, the butterflies, they come back.
1: Men are designed to be givers and women are designed to receive. The
0: woman was the creation finale. Hi, welcome back. Terry Bone here. And today I have Madeline, my daughter, with me, and we will discuss books and reading routines, and we're both busy moms. Um, different stages of life but books have shaped us we just love the habit of reading but we have to fight for it <laughs> in a way so we're just gonna talk about what that looks like i like why why we choose to read how we fit it in what we choose to read you know what that looks like in the midst of raising a busy family first let me just say that I did not grow up being a reader went through the public school system and somehow escaped barely knowing how to read like i can remember as a homeschool mom reading aloud to my children and the act of reading aloud was very challenging to me i remember you know i had my kids on each side of me and i just really wanted to raise readers but i had not ever practiced reading aloud or been in the situation where i needed to read aloud and i remember feeling very very awkward because reading in your head is different than reading aloud i remember thinking I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this every day, and I'm gonna get better, and I'm gonna raise readers. And now, fast forward 30 years, and I have a bunch of readers, and reading aloud is just something that I do all the time now.
1: What made you decide to read aloud to us, though? Like, what brought you
0: there? What was the pivotal you, moment that made you I knew Yeah, it? you
1: weren't a reader, but then you were like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a reader? Like, what, what was the inspiration?
0: Okay, that is a fabulous like, question. A couple pivotal moments with books. So, um, my senior year in high school we my family moved twice, and your senior year in high school is pretty important Signi- it 's a significant year because you're like leaving childhood and going to adulthood, and you typically are surrounded by your childhood friends that you 've grown up with and you're celebrating your last year before you all you know go into adulthood. Well, I was put in two different schools, one in Tupelo, Mississippi, and then one in Memphis, Tennessee you know, one semester and the second semester. So I was literally alone my whole senior year. Like I didn't have a community and this was before computers and phones, you know, we. You know, this was during the horse-drawn carriage stage. <laughs> there weren't even TVs invented. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you know, that's what my kids think. But anyway, my mom knew that I was having a really hard time and she put a couple books in my hands. And so um, not having friends, <laughs> having a ton of time on my hands I just went into my room and read and literally my life was changed by a few books that I read and I thought okay so these books have been like mentors to me they have saved my soul from the depths of despair you know and I began to realize the value of just submerging my mind into a book Um, it can take you to another place it can change the way you think did you make Uh, friends in the books like oh, hundred percent.
1: What, what books did you read? It's that's not
0: gonna books. surprise you to know that Papa's wife was one of them. Well, do you love Papa's Wife?
1: Yeah, we we read it growing up and we actually that's actually what we read to Nana on her deathbed for several days. Like Kate and I went up there and we we're just reading that book to her. I, I don't know why that why that book? Why why were we that? Why that book
0: it? because that book is timeless. yeah, um, Bajorn wrote it and um it's it's timeless book and you can once you've read the book cover to cover you can open it up to any chapter and just jump to the chapter and be there with Maria you know the main character the wife of um, 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 what what was her husband's name I've read it so many times um, anyway she was married to Papa <laughs> it was Papa it was Papa and several kids together <laughs> I fell in love with the idea of a large family reading that book and I fell in love with the idea of um, I mean, I already think loved the idea of running a home, you know, mm-hmm. because I watched my mom. But I fell in love with it in a different way reading that yeah. book. And um, so, yeah, I mean, Maria in Papa's Wife became my friend. And that was one. That's and, so cool. Yeah, and then of course, Beyond Ourselves by Catherine Marshall was one that met me right where I was spiritually, and just I knew the Lord was near. And um, she was um, on a sick bed for eighteen months. And she was really suffering, and she drew near to the Holy Spirit. Well, I was suffering in my own way. I wasn't sick, but I was definitely lonely. Yeah. And I learned in that sometimes when we are given sorrow and suffering, um, that we are drawn into the presence of God, and and we wouldn't want to be anywhere else. We, you know, we don't yeah. ask for sorrow and suffering, yeah. but we do want the presence of God, and sometimes that's how we're ushered into it. So anyway, those books changed my perspective I'm on I'm so life.
1: glad she put them in your hands because... If you hadn't become a reader, you probably wouldn't have spent so much time reading it to us. My entire childhood, I feel like that was a, what would that be, like a cornerstone of our day? like. And it wasn't just one time a day we would sit down and read. Like We read together in the mornings, and then yes. we read together in the afternoons, and then we read together in the evenings. It was something we always were doing as a family, and it shaped who I am. And it gave me a much bigger perspective of the world because you are just you and dad is just dad but you weren't just giving us your perspective and dad's perspective. You were giving us story after story and experience after experience in books and that shaped who I am and gave me ideas for well what kind of person do I want to be when I grow up and like look at these you know these Christians laying down their lives at the cross and this person, you know, becoming a doctor and I just got Mm -hmm. to like live all these experiences at eight (laughs) years old and I don't know. It was so fun. You reading to us, and also like, coming down in the mornings when I would wake up, I don't know, what time did we get up in kids, as kids, seven, eight, I have no yeah. idea, when we'd come downstairs and you would be cuddled up in your little uh, prayer couch and yeah. reading, and you always had a book in your lap, I love that. When my kids come out of their bedroom, I want them to always see me with a Bible or a book in my hand or a journal, not my phone, yeah. not an iPad, because that was that shaped me. I didn't realize that was shaping me, but it did. Seeing you Yeah do that in the mornings. Well that
0: makes me happy. Um,
1: I guess that was
0: the goal because um, you know we have such a short amount of time with the kids. I can't believe it. like you're already grown and raising your own kids and it just went so fast. And I knew the time was short and that I didn't have everything to give you. Mm-hmm. But by you meeting all these mentors yeah. and examples and um, what we read is so important. You know, yes. we hear yes. read, read, read. It's so yeah. important to read, but then I'm like But it no, matters what you read. Don't, don't... read that, you know. <laughs> Hold on. there's so much to like, throw away. Yeah, I mean like, yes, there, there's, there's little... more trash out there than there are good books. So you, you definitely want to be intentional about what you choose. The Read Aloud
1: Family, did you read that book?
0: I don't know, did I?
1: The Read Aloud Family, she has a guide okay. of books that is, they're books that you would want to read. They're almost like Charlotte Mason. What is that life-giving books or what I, she calls yes, them? Yes. Living living, living books.
0: books. Yes. Living books. Um I listen to the Read Aloud Revival, which is one of my favorite okay. podcasts. So this is her
1: book, The Read Aloud Family, and then they have a Read Aloud Handbook.
0: Oh, and is that her book? Percent. Okay, because Is that
1: by the same person that might be a different. Anytime
0: percent. that I'm wanting something new to read, I go to that website, type in, okay, I want a long book for a boy age 12 that,
1: to 15, yeah. and then it
0: gives me a list and we have found some yeah. amazing. Everyone right. needs
1: that link because
0: that's it's incredible. a phenomenal, phenomenal link. Yes, it's really helped us find some gems. Um but one thing that I learned um early is that you know how we just said it's important what we read that before the phone and before the internet and all that magazines for me I would go get my nails done and thumb through magazines and I realized oh this is not good for me. This makes me discontent with my life. Like I I chose I am not going to open this up and read this because all of a sudden my clothes aren't good enough. I'm not tall enough, thin enough, pretty enough, whatever, and um, I was able to recognize the discontentment that would settle in my soul when I would read that. And today that would be- Social media. for Social media, certain things on Instagram and Pinterest and so forth. So we really have to put blinders on and guide what goes into our mind Mm -hmm. because we become what we consume.
1: And our children model us. Mm -hmm. We're modeling for our children what we want them to become and if you are consuming low quality content, yeah. they will consume low quality content. But if you are choosing to curate what comes into your home and what you're reading and watching and listening to, that obviously makes a really big impact. Yeah. That's something we're really focused on right now, just getting good good things into our kids' I want less, I want simple because mm-hmm. I want our kids my kids' childhood to be simplistic and full of imagination and some boredom so they can use their imagination, mm-hmm. uh, but. They play what it, play it out what yeah. is in their mind. Yes.
0: And um, I love seeing my kids play out some of the books that they've read. When we, yeah. I took the girls camping <laughs> a couple weeks ago and we had just finished the Little House on the Prairie series, the whole series. And so when we went camping, let me tell you, we had to use verbiage. They were like, okay, mom, while we're here, <laughs> um, you know how, during that period, um, supper was dinner, and dinner was supper, you know, like when Ma called everybody in for lunch, yeah. it wasn't come in for lunch, it was come in for supper. I think it's yes, what Dinner, it, dinner. it's coming for dinner, yeah, yeah, Anyway, I kept messing it up and they kept fixing me. Anyway, the whole time, we were on the prairie while we were camping, and they were washing their, the
1: dishes in the,
0: in the little spout outside that of was our- so fun. Little campground, and yes, it was, it was so sweet, because I knew what was going on in their heads. Yeah. They had that whole um, storyline going on.
1: Well, that's why it's so great that you're providing them good stories. And I like to read stories of, like, heroes to my boys. Yeah. like I want them to play out being a hero when they're outdoors and, you know, protecting each other from yeah. the dragon and yes. whatever.
0: Yeah, we can picture ourselves in the hero's place yeah. if we read the story. You know? Yeah. <laughs> We've got to read hero stories to be able to put ourselves in that place. Um, some of my favorite hero stories, of course, are... Um, Chronicles of Narnia. <clears throat> Love the series Chronicles of Narnia. And I did yeah. not read that until I was almost 30 years old. 30 and I was years. like, what have I been doing with my life? Like, <laughs> where has this series been? I didn't know about it. And somebody put it in my hands and I thought, okay, I hear there's a witch in it, so I better read it for how let my kids read it. <laughs> I, I couldn't put it. it down and then I couldn't read it to y'all fast enough. Um, and then of course, other hero, Stories that are so important, I think, are missionary stories. Yes. We read a ton of them And you read things.
1: so many of those growing up. That's mm-hmm. what comes to mind. When I think of our evening time together, when we would read at night and you would stretch, you would touch your toes, and dad would be Always multitasking. <laughs> yeah. The, the, it was always missionary stories.
0: Yeah. There are so many to read. And, um, and they're,
1: they're so interesting. Like the ones that are written well that we were reading. Mm-hmm. I can picture the series in my head, but I can't think of the name of it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, a lot yeah, of them are like this. Yeah, side. And
0: they're like burgundy cover. Yeah, and there's like 50 of them in yeah. our library. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so um, Amy Carmichael has a biography, and it's like I don't know, like four, five, 600 pages. It's huge, and um, and I s- opened it up, and I, this is I think this is when I had like six or seven kids, and I thought I've heard about Amy Carmichael, but this book looks like too big of an elephant to you know. So I'm gonna have to do this one bite at a time. Um, so busy homeschooling and had so much going on. So I committed to one to two pages a night. And and it started out, in my opinion, really boring. Like I was like, this is just not the missionary story that I wanna read or that I heard about, but I'm committed. I'm just gonna, you know, it's 600 pages. I'll be done in two years, you know, <laughs> whatever. We <shall. laughs> so, Anyway, I made it through that book, and it's absolutely one of my favorite books.
1: That, wow. Yeah, I know. I, like, I don't remember it. Um, I remember, though, being given a book at, like, less than 10 years old, and it, you probably let me read it for a year because I was that slow. Yeah. I wouldn't read it, but I loved listening, and I actually decided as an adult, a young adult, I'm going to be a reader. Like, I chose that as my identity. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when I chose that, then I was like, okay, now I'm going to read. You know, I'm going to yeah. choose this. But before that, I really liked just fluffy things.
0: Uh-huh. Oh my goodness. I used of, to have to hide yeah, Calvin and Hobbes from you. Because like, I wouldn't put it down. All of the joke yeah. books and, um, yeah. What are they? They're like comic, the comic strips. strips yeah. I used to have to go gather up the comic strip books in the house and hide them from Madeline cause that's all
1: she would read. It's all I read. <laughs> oh my goodness. But, it's funny, now that I'm an adult, I, I actually found I still, I think I'm an auditory learner or something. I definitely am. Because I still prefer and can manage consuming more content on like audiobooks, yeah, Audible, Scribd, all, all of those things. That's so much more accessible and actually enjoyable for me. I, I read probably 90% of my books.
0: Listening. I do too, it and is, that I
1: used to be embarrassed about that, but I'm not. It anymore. is
0: more accessible, but I don't know for me that it's more <laughs> enjoyable because when I am reading, like no, it
1: makes my you, that's a good point. It makes my tasks more enjoyable. Yeah, like doing dishes is more fun. Absolutely, if I'm listening to a Yeah, but no, sitting down with a book and a cup of yeah. tea—that's yeah. unmatched. Like absolutely, it is quiet. that's
0: all you're doing, and you're not doing. Any other chore yeah and there's
1: just something that's amazing <laughs> yeah
0: invigorating about that but okay so we're both busy moms we both wake up early and go to bed late and have like all our all our minutes are filled so
1: like when do you read <laughs> I read in the mornings when I get up um, I'm typically reading when the boys are waking up and then we get everyone fed and washed, and you know, then the whole house has to be posed down because yeah. there's yogurt <laughs> literally everywhere. Uh, and then we read together in the mornings, and then we play, and we read some more in the afternoons. But you're reading to them. Are you reading books that interest you, or are you reading books for them? No, typically during the day, I'm reading to them. Okay. I really only do my own personal reading, like in the morning. And I can do like little bits of the day, but not really. I don't get, there's not a lot of time in the day that I sit down and like I'm reading a book Mm -hmm. because they don't nap at the same times and if everyone was sleeping, that's probably what I would do. Right. But, um, I read to them during the day and then at night, Matthias reads and he always reads something like, right now we're going through The Hobbit, he always reads, A big storybook that takes us a long time to get through. During the day, I'm reading shorter storybooks because they want to hear like a hundred stories.
0: It amazes me that he makes it through those books because I've seen those boys are on their heads and doing (laughs) 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 blips.
1: It's total chaos. Like oh my word! I think Benaius enjoys it because like this is the second time we've gone through The Hobbit as a family. And it's because nobody's listening. Yeah. So, just, <laughs> he, is he is he? He loves it? it. Okay. And I enjoy yeah. it. I love listening He's to He's learned it. to tune it out. Yeah. Okay. So. And he actually is becoming a better reader. Yeah. When we started reading together three years ago to our newborn, firstborn, yeah, I was like, wow, it's hard to listen to you read. It I probably a, like it was, it was for coffee. my kids to listen to me read. It yeah, was, maybe.
0: I can't get expression. Longer we, the
1: longer we read together, the better you get. It's so true. It's By true. the time they're 10, he's going to be incredible. Yeah, he'll <laughs> have all the voices and there will be music behind him
0: and all that. Yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> awesome. Oh my goodness. It is true. It's hard in the beginning to read out loud. <laughs> um, so right now dad and I are reading we keep it simple in the evenings because now the kids have either football or theater or something mm-hmm. um, but reading together is important because it gives us all something to talk about yeah. and um, ideas to discuss and it helps to shape them as you know so we're going through the seven habits of highly effective teens and man I'm enjoying that book
1: yeah I read I like the one for seven, adults seven habits of highly effective people's when I read
0: you will really enjoy the teen one. Okay. His son wrote it, and um, it might even be better. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I know. I mean, last night Caden was doing the reading, and um, and he was laughing out loud. That's like, so funny. I know he was. Yeah, and I love the fact that you know he's 14, and he reads aloud better than I did at you know 28, because he's
1: had practice, and he's also come from a home where he's yeah. listening
0: to it. That brings me so much joy. Yeah. So um, okay, so let's name some of the books that are must reads.
1: No, I, I I made a list. Did you? I have so okay. many though. I had to, I had to like pick some because I could tell you a hundred, but I'm, I'm only going to share like four. Okay, five. okay,
0: go ahead. You go first.
1: Okay, so habits of the household. Oh, that's first on my list too. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, so habits of the household. That's such a good one. It really helped lay a foundation for the kind of habits I did and did not want in the household. And there's a sentence that really sticks with me from that book. It's. Um to steward the habits of your family is to steward the heart of your family. Whoa. And right, it just yeah. that is incredible. Um whole so, book is like that. Love that book. Memory making mom, mm-hmm. that gave me a lot of inspiration for getting me excited about some of the duller parts of motherhood. Mm-hmm. Um because there are there are parts where they can feel dull, but if you had the right attitude and you make the right efficient choices, you can make Some things more fun for everybody and make memories and be intentional. And a lot of the books I like are about intention and learning how to do that in my own life, and that's just hands down so good. No guilt, all that. Um, The last couple are The Enchanted Hour and The Read Aloud Family. I love those two. Those are both about reading, and The Enchanted Hour has a lot of numbers and statistics, and it's the kind of book you want to give your husband. I actually would like. Put Matthias. We have a massage table, and I put Matthias on the massage <laughs> table, and be like, "Let me give you a massage." And then I like turn it up really loud, so he like had to listen to it while I was giving him smart. a massage. So smart, yeah. The awesome. And then um, last one, the call of the wild and free gets me really excited about all of the learning that I'm going to get to do with my boys. Yeah. I'm planning on homeschooling, and I think if you're going to be a homeschooling mom, the call of the wild and free is a must read. Okay, for I have not everybody. read that one. It's yes, so good
0: along the lines of, you know, you can put a book in your husband's hand, but sometimes that's where it stops. Or you can put it on his nightstand and it will never get opened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, if you put him on a massage table. Uh, and turn it up,
1: he has to listen to it. So there you go. Or for us, you know. So if he starts falling asleep, just tickle speed. feet. <laughs>
0: exactly, exactly. I mean, we that's why we listen before we go to bed. I mean, he lets me choose the book, and so then I'm like, okay, that's what we're doing. I love it. So funny. Okay, so I start with the Habits of the Household. I love that one too. Then Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. I think honestly, if you could only have you know the Bible and then that book, you would have enough instruction. Well, with Bible alone, but that book gives so much instruction for life, family, business, Mm -hmm. everything. So it's just an all-inclusive book, and I recommend it to everybody. Um, I also recommend and love The Richest Man in Babylon.
1: Okay. Have you read yeah, it? I started it. I need to.
0: Okay. So there is a, it's written in old English. Okay. And so sometimes that can be hard to overcome, but y'all just finished Pilgrim's Progress,
1: which is like in a different language. <laughs> he, yeah. It was like in a different language. <laughs> okay.
0: So you oh should be over in this one, but this was just revised <laughs> in modern English. Okay. Um, it just has great principles for financial stewardship and building wealth over a lifetime, uh-huh. no matter what your income is. Um, such great financial counsel. Very, very, very interesting. Um, Builds character and so forth. Book Girl. Love Book Girl by Sarah Clarkson. Sally Clarkson's daughter. Okay. I
1: love the Clarkson. So. I'm sure it's great. (laughs)
0: You are going to love Book Girl because you know how we could go back and forth and discuss all the books and why we love them and we could just get lost in our little... Yeah. Her land. she does that in her book okay so That's it's awesome. it's a book about books and she describes why she likes them and how it shaped her and so forth and so you go okay, i'm gonna read this i'm gonna read this i'm gonna read this I love that. Okay, my list awesome. has grown through that book um the life giving home sally did a phenomenal job
1: mm-hmm. Yes, in the life giving home yes if you are the woman of that home, should have been on my list read that I book
0: so yeah and then um yeah i have so many more but i'll just stop right there <laughs> yeah.
1: Read those, come back. Read those, come back,
0: and we'll do it. Yeah, do it again later. But anyway, um, I hope that you've been inspired to put reading into your life. It's not easy necessarily, but it is so valuable. And um, do it in the morning, put a book next to the bathtub. Oh, I should bathroom. say that.
1: Yeah. I keep books literally everywhere. Yeah. Uh, we have like a book of baskets on our bookshelf yes. that yeah. we just pull out. We have a book of baskets. We were going to uh, talk about how under- basket of books under our train table, yeah. which is our coffee table. Book baskets everywhere. I have and books it just everywhere makes it too. Easy to read. And I keep my books kind of hidden.
0: And then I rotate them, <laughs> I them. out. You know, so we literally have yeah. little piles of books in everywhere. every room. Yeah. And then, you know, thousands of that books. Makes it audible books, books on our phones. Yeah. yeah. So um, just have them accessible and be cognizant. And and don't make the bar so high that I don't have time to read a chapter. If you have time to read a page you a will be sentence. better for it like
1: a single a sentence. sentence could change your day. It, absolutely. Honestly, <laughs> if you have the right book. This is true. So. This is
0: true. So set your bar a little <laughs> bit lower and start reading more if you're not. So, Okay. But, have a blessed day. I hope this blessed you. Bye. Something I'm loving. Okay, so I don't have toddlers in my house anymore that are my own, but I have a lot of grandkids who come over very often. And one of my daughters, Madeline actually, um, introduced me to these catechism songs that I have fallen in love with. I have fallen in love with these albums. Now, first of all, what is catechism? It sounds like a Catholic thing, right? Okay, it's not. A catechism is basically a series of fixed questions and answers focusing on um, Christian doctrine. So. It just helps to shape their worldview and their mind on Christian doctrine. And the songs are so um, memorable and catchy, and it's putting good things in her mind. I love them. Let me give, give you an example of some of the questions. What is our only hope in life and death? That we are not our own, but belong to God. So I'm not gonna sing the song, I'm gonna spare you. I'm gonna show you another, a couple other questions. Who is God? God is the creator of everyone and everything. Um, how and why did God create us? God created us male and female in his image to glorify him. So these songs are super short, um, but put sound doctrine in our minds. And even when my grandkids are not around, i find myself listening to these albums they are so good so i will link them in my show notes for you thank you for joining me my friend and meet me back here next week in this space and if you don't follow me on instagram i'm terry Bonin on instagram i'm terry Bonin on facebook and i terry Bonin on spotify <laughs> i happen to be me everywhere i go and that's a good thing